0: Good morning, happy Tuesday, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Amy G, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Maryland. Today's date is Tuesday, February 28, 2023. Today we are reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, and we are on page 64, the first paragraph, starting with Therefore, we started upon a personal inventory, going through that one sentence, ending in, he cannot fool himself about values, just uncovering and going through that one paragraph. Today's readers are, and thank you so much to Team Tuesday, Pete B., Barb W., Sherry D., Heather M., Christina J., and the newcomer greeter, Freya H., and our host for the second awesome unrecorded hour, Ken W.H. The reference numbers for yesterday, Monday, February 27, 2023, 7 a.m. Eastern Time, is 20,000. That's right, 20,000. And for the 10 a.m. meeting, is 20,001. That's 20,001. OA preamble. Political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position
1: on outside issues.
0: Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive Please press star one,
2: Amy. We lost you.
0: Okay, I you think I'm hear back. You. Am I back now? Can you all hear me?
2: You're yes. on.
3: hear you now. <laughs>
0: yes, we can hear you. Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, our sole purpose. O Fifth Tradition states Each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask for Heather M. to read the 12 steps. Please go ahead, Heather.
4: Good morning everyone. Happy Tuesday. The 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, Thanks for letting me do service this month. I pass.
0: Thank you so much, Heather M. I will now ask for Christina J. to read the 12 traditions. Please go ahead, Christina.
5: Good morning, everyone. Christina J. from North Carolina. Um, so thrilled to be doing service this month in the month of love. Uh, 12 traditions. Mm-hmm. Number one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from a primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, overeaters anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service center may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, 12 anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions ever reminding us to place principles before personalities thank you i pass thank you so
0: much christina J. all righty how our meeting works our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of alcoholics anonymous we read a paragraph or two from the literature then stop and share what was read anyone can share but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. If you go over, you'll hear me say time. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only, please. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the Big Book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute your phone. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today we resume our study in the Big Book. We are in the chapter, How It Works, on page 64, the first paragraph, and I'm gonna ask Pete B. to get us started. Go ahead, Pete, can't
6: wait. Thank you, Amy. My name's Pete B., I'm a compulsive overeater and I'm recovered today by God's grace and mercy in Pennsylvania. Therefore, we started upon a personal inventory, this was step four. A business which takes no regular inventory usually goes broke. Taking a commercial inventory is a fact-finding and a fact-facing process. It is an effort to discover the truth about the stock in trade. One object is to disclose damaged or unsalable goods, to get rid of them promptly and without regret. If the owner of the business is to be successful he cannot fool himself about values so you know that's a you know it, it's a it's a, a an interesting take you know it calls out that this is step four and you know my my first uh, my my first entry into this 12 step recovery process um, you know there was the, you know y- 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 I was super, super intimidated at the at you know the prospect of doing this inventory. So much so that I delayed it for as long as I possibly could, and and really prolonged the agony of being untreated. Um, and and because I just made it I just made it bigger than what it actually is. Um, I thought that what I was doing was digging down to find the reason why I ate or why alcoholics drink. And and, and, and and nowhere in this book does it call out the reason why we drink. The, the book goes to great lengths to explain that what we have is phenomena, which means that we know it exists, but we don't know why we have it. And what, what I've, I, you know, in, in my observation and in my experience, what I've, what I've concluded is that this is an inventory which is identifying the aspects of myself that are blocking me from having the kind of relationship that is necessary to produce an essential psychic change, right? To, to, to identify the parts of myself that are blocking me from having this relationship with the God of my understanding that I just recently turned my life and will over to the care of in the previous step and step three, or made a decision to do that. Right. So it's not, it's not that I'm, it's not that I'm inventing anything. It's not that I'm, you know, uh, you know, creating anything. I'm simply looking at the facts of my life. I'm looking into, and we'll, we'll read this gone. I'm looking at my resentments, my fears, and my, relationships or sexual conduct with with other people to come up with the causes and conditions of not why i ate of why i am blocked from having the kind of relationship that is absolutely necessary to recover if i am in fact a compulsive overeater of the hopeless variety. So there's no, you know, there, there was no need for this animosity, there was no need for this anxiety with regard to doing this. But because I'm human, because I'm looking at or approaching something that I have no experience in, it created a bit of anxiety. And I have a solution for any emotion that I don't feel comfortable with, I wanna treat that with the problem. So when I'm uncomfortable, I want to treat being uncomfortable with the thing that's causing me to be uncomfortable, which is eating. So I'm super, super grateful for the guidance and direction from recovered individuals that helped me walk through this process that basically started the the essential psychic change, which is necessary to recover. So with that, I'll pass and I'll pass it back to you. Thank you for letting me share.
0: Thank you so much, Pete B., for getting us started. Okay, just real quickly, although we value your experience, strength, and health, if you've shared in the last uh, three days, so uh, it's Monday or Friday, that we ask that you please uh, step back and allow others to share their experience, strength, as well. So who would like to share on this paragraph?
3: Like Anna M. Pamela P. P. from.
0: Pamela P. That's
7: who I,
0: I Loretta
2: got.
0: H I got H Ann Marie, J. Loretta H. Kathy K. Anne Marie K. Anne Marie, I got you. Okay. I've got uh, Anne Marie K., Pamela P., Loretta H., Larry K., I'm sorry, Kathy K., excuse um, me. Who else?
6: Okay, I'm going
0: to read. Who else do we got here? Anna M. That's who I missed. Anna, okay. Anyone else? All righty. We've got our first lineup here. Anne-Marie K., Pamela P., Loretta H., Kathy K., Anna M.
2: Anne-Marie, you're up. Grab the mic, girl. Okay. Thank you so much. Good morning, and thank you for your service, Amy. Um, My name is Anne-Marie K. I'm in Pennsylvania, and I'm grateful to be recovered but not cured today. And, yeah, it's just amazing to me about this four-step because Years ago, when I came in the first time and I left, I was scared to death about this. But, you know, we didn't really talk about it because nobody talked about the big book. We talked, knew about it, heard about it, but didn't do it. I'm so grateful for today because, you know, my husband used to always say to me, you oh, know, marie it's all about you. And I thought he was joking <laughs> until I did the inventory and really did it. Today, I realize it's so, oh, it's so freeing when I guess. You're ready to recognize the fact it is all about you <laughs> me when I'm in my addiction. I have no time for anybody else because I'm well. I do except if I gotta control it because I'm. You know I've I've got this problem of being absolutely irritable, restless, and discontent. And why was I well? It's because most of the most of the reasons because I had these character defects that I just thought were kind of you know my thing. As was the fact that I was you know terminally unique, I didn't have to be honest, I didn't have to look at my character defects, but you know today, the thing I love about it is that it's true after I did my fifth step, those things became a way of the past, and then the sixth step well of course it, they became even more easier because I knew i didn't have to i didn't have to take care of it anymore. all I had to do was surrender them. I just happened to be on the phone yesterday with somebody who called me who was doing their four-step and was very anxious about it, which many of us are. And when I, t- I started to tell her about it, I said, hey, I heard somebody say, you know, this is like an archaeological dig. And for me, it really was. <laughs> but, you know, she, you know, you don't have to be perfect at this, folks. God will tell you what you need to do at this time. Don't make it more than it is. But, you know, I think I, I also go back to my childhood where I was raised in a religion that we used to have to go and see somebody and talk to them about it. And at the time, it was used to be scary for a seven-year-old, like, oh, my gosh. You know, the truth of the matter is, that's what the fifth step is in a way. So in a way, I should have been prepared. But no, because I had so much shame involved with it. And they were it was uh, not even knowing it was shame. Today, all I can say is I'm grateful for the fourth step, and I'm grateful for the tenth step, that I can do a fourth step every day when necessary, and if I, one of those big character that come up that I didn't realize during my first time, then I go back and do a fourth step and fifth over them and work them out with the twelve steps. Anyway, it's a great way of living. And if you're hesitant, man, dig into it. You'll be so free when you get done with that archaeological dig. Hey, everybody, have a great day. And you made other plans. And that's me. Bye-bye. I pass.
0: Thank you so much, Anne-Marie Kay. All right, Pamela P,
3: you're up, followed by the Rota H. Please go ahead, Pamela. Yeah, hi. Um, God bless all My name is Pamela P from Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, for the fourth step, yes, I I'm currently working the twelfth step with my sponsor, but with the fourth step, it wasn't hard for me. Um, at the beginning, cause I've been in OA for many years. At the beginning. Just to tell what is wrong with me, my calves, the So it had changed over the years. Um, so I do get a lot of anxiety overly anxious. And, um, you know, but lately I talk to my sponsor and the fellowship. So I speak in my mind what it bothering me. I am being more, uh, communicative with my partner to explain anything, bore me or worry me. Because the number one reason why I eat besides having the disease is being triggered or anything making me uncomfortable, or anything making me feel like remembering bad memory from my childhood or something I've been through. So those are like the number one reason I trigger. Another reason, like when I was traveling yesterday, um, if I decide to play with the red light food, or nip on them, eat on a bench. We're introducing those dangerous food back in my meal plan, so that could go crazy. Um, so just for today, I think going to concentrate on God. I, I definitely going to concentrate my partner because he made life very um, good for me, so I could focus on God, the program, my relationship, and the work, the program. Like Working the program like a full-time job for me, Beside working out in the gym and taking time with my partner, a lot of people I hear that in recovery they do so much multiple tasks. They got to work, work with their family stuff. And I don't need to do that. But also, it other things involved that could trigger me. So my main thing is I have to. I could be perfectly imperfect, and God loves me. He. I don't need to be perfect. And so certain time I gotta be a little selfish, although that casts a defect. I need to focus on my recovery. And anything that keeps me away from my recovery scare the hell out of me. So I got to be on lift with that. So that all I am gonna say. I just thank God, you know, for today a snowing day in Pennsylvania. And I woke up and I just feel blessed. And let's start the day. And I thank God for Jesus, my partner, my sponsor, my family, and fellowship. I pass.
0: Thank you, Pamela P. from Pennsylvania. Loretta H., you're up, followed by Kathy Kay. Please go ahead.
8: Thank you, Amy, and thank you, everybody on this line, along with my precious God who saves my life. Loretta H., Recovered Now Cured in Raleigh, North Carolina. I I kind of laugh at this. I love doing four steps because it does prevent me from taking other people's inventory. Because once I see my pattern in my defenses of character in all those columns, I can actually get to That's why I need to go through them quickly and see those patterns because they actually get revived refined in six and seven. And then they go on to get um, told in 10 and 11. And I just read something very interesting yesterday. I'm reading another book with a fellow program person. And Bill actually took many sponsors. If he was having some sort of issue with a defense, He actually took a sponsor who he saw had that attribute and was working through that attribute and worked with him on that defensive. I call them defenses because they helped me survive as a kid and took a sponsor that had that and was working on that diligently throughout throughout his, his life. And so that's why we have to go through them or I do quickly One is so that I can get that immunity in step 12, but also so that God and somebody else can help me refine them in 10 and 11, and then they never get removed. But it prevents me from that emotional buildup and also from taking other people's inventory because that is why I need to take my own so I can stop judging and being selfish and self-seeking and fearful and all this stuff that created me to become a, not, not a compulsive overeater, but have this spiritual malady that only God can take away from me and the work that I do every day. So I am just, I, like I said, last year I took, I had, took four inventories because of a trauma. And it helped me get through them. And today I'm much closer to God. I'm much closer to my truth and authenticity. I have more of ability to love, be useful, and to be honest, because the four absolutes are threaded through all our inventories and all our steps and traditions. So with that, I pass so grateful that I have this way of life. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Loretta H. from North Carolina. Kathy K., you're up, followed by Anna M., and then we're going to take some more names. Uh, Just a friendly reminder for everyone, we are on page 64, the first paragraph, unpacking that one paragraph only. All right, Kathy K., your turn.
9: I think it's Kathy J. in Illinois, recovered. Um, Okay. Thanks, thanks Pete, for um, starting us off. Um, I was tricked into my four-step by my sponsor. Uh, Every time I'd call her with, you know, I was mad at somebody. She would, you know, tell me to read something in the big book usually for, you know, other parts. Anyway, she wanted me to take a four-step to just see what I was doing because I couldn't see it. I blamed everyone else. So it was an ego-reducing process because um, I, I needed to learn my own lessons, not other people's. I never learned my own lessons unless I self-reflected. And so she told me to write down. I was mad at my dad, and she, and she tricked me into writing it down. And it turned into about 15 pages. And she said, yeah, that's a good start. <laughs> the point about the paragraph is just to start and stay in the facts, not to... Um, wallow in self-pity or, re, or get back into the resentment, relive this stuff, fact-finding. Fact and what happens is with me, if I pick up the alcoholic foods, my my emotions swell, my ego swells, everything swells. That's the allergy of the body and mind. And and with, I don't know, I had a million reasons why I ate, and those were disqualifications to to actually doing something and and recovering, um, those were just reasons why I um, I was justifying. So my anger became rage, and anytime I was threatened, um, which is fear, you know, I would lash out or isolate, and these were all symptoms to me. Um, so so what was it? It was mistrust, intolerance of other people. I didn't realize that when I did a four step, my house got cleaned up. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. But I um yeah, projecting onto other people, um, isolating because of my pride, oversensitivity about what people are gonna um think of me and it's self esteem. Self esteem is healthy. Uh, ego and pride welling up is not. Well, as long as I don't pick up, my, I have a chance at my emotions being sane and balanced and, and right size, and my body and my mind. I'm not thinking about myself all the time. And I'm not obsessing because, um, you know, like somebody mentioned, emotional buildup is taken care of. And so, um, yeah, facing myself, telling the truth. Yeah. And you know what? It feels good to say to somebody, oh, my God. I was so selfish. I didn't realize how selfish I was. And everyone's got these defects. It's not just me. When I mentioned something, everybody's head's going up and down. So I'm not unique. I I don't need to wallow in shame. And my history doesn't have to rule me, especially the emotional, uh, the trauma I went through. That used to be like, you don't understand. I went through this. Do you know the steps were exactly what I needed and therapy to get through and reduce all these effects. So anyway, thanks for letting me share and with that'll i pass.
0: Thank you so much, Kathy J from Illinois. Anna M, you're up, then we're gonna take some more names.
10: Hi, good morning. Thank you so much for your service and thank you everyone for being on the line. This is Anna M. I'm calling from Snowy Connecticut. And it's very interesting to me um that we're reading this because is it odd or is it God? I before this meeting started, I had felt restless, irritable, and discontented. And I did a 10 step. And I did, the, you know, I actually had to go into my notes and look into my file and get the assignment out for how to do a fourth step again. And it said read pages 63 to 71. And that's what I did. And then I followed the, the outline that we have in the big book about how to do a 4 step. And, you know, um, one of the one of the parts of the actual uh, paragraph that really struck me was one object is to disclose damaged or unsaleable goods to get rid of them promptly and out without regret. If the owner of the business is to be successful, he cannot fool himself about values. And so um, something happened with my uh, work, and uh, I I felt really like uncomfortable and had some, you know, I wrote this whole thing out, and it ended up you know, I had wanted to play the blame game and point the finger at somebody else and say, you did this, you did that. And even though the other person may have their side of the street, it's not my real, it's not my business. I mean, I have to deal with some other things. But the truth of the matter is that as a person in recovery and being recovered, I have to look at my side of the street. And that's what this process is about. I had to sit and look at, my arrogance, my aggression, my my fear-based thinking that, you know, my pride and all of that, I had to sit and look at that. And it's an act of humility to sit here and say this out loud in front of 380 people, like, right now, because that's how many people are on the line. Um, and, you know, if I allow that whole pile up of human emotions, because that's what it is, uh, to continue, and I didn't do this four steps, were really 10 step for me now that i'm only that much closer to picking up something to eat you know munching away um but i'm so grateful for the process and so grateful for everyone on the line and um thank you so much for your service and that's all i have i pass anna m thank you thank you so
0: much it's anna m from connecticut okay so we're ready to take some more names again if uh We value experience, strength, and hope. But if you share in the last couple of days, please allow others to share their experience, strength, and hope as well. So who would like to share? What was read? Page 64, first paragraph.
2: Christina J.
0: Veronica C. New York. Christina J. J. Rachel P. All right. So I've got Christina J. I think it was Robin Robin P. Who
11: else? Oops,
0: sorry. Veronica Barbara, Barbara from New York. I got Veronica from New York.
12: York.
0: Nancy, somebody?
12: Barbara, Barbara e from New Jersey.
0: Barbara e. G. And Barbara G. Okay, this is who I have Christina J., Robin P., Veronica. Nancy, Barbara E, Barbara G. Who did I uh, miss? Rachel P. Rachel. I think we might have room for one more. Did I miss anyone? Because everyone kind of came in in the beginning. There, there was a lot of folk. Oh. Okay. Well. righty. Christina Jay, you are up, followed by Robin P. Please go ahead, Christina. Good morning, everyone.
5: Christina Jay from the state of North Carolina. Um, what an awakening process. If you're out there and you're new, this is an awakening process that the deepest parts of who you really are um, and who you can become And we suffer for so long with the food tamping us down, burying us in our regrets, our resentments, our fears. It buries us because we use it to get away from the emotions. As Pete said, we use the problem. The problem is the food. And the next problem is getting close to God. And If the food's there, (laughs) there's no chance in hell. Um, We can't use any substance. It's in the way. Clarity, freedom. I have a new respect today for day one, and I have, uh, this is my fourth day, but day one was Saturday, and I went to bed that night, and I almost cried from gratefulness that I made it through a day. And I used to poo-poo people that said, oh, I have day one, yay, yay, yay. Now I'm like, God, I understand getting day one after a long struggle of being Wrapped in the obsession of the mind, which I also now what know what that truly means. Um, and also, um, I have a new respect for um, the mental blank spot. Once the obsession comes, I'm in a mental blank spot. But see, all those things, once you get the food down, they kind of take a back seat. And then, of course, we take this action. We get busy and we begin to uncover this beautiful self we are by laying these things down on paper. I mean, I was damned excited to lay down all this shit because I thought I'm going to tell it like it is. All these people have done me wrong. And when I saw my parts, I cried. I was upset, but I also saw the truth, and I was free on one level. I've done subsequent four steps, and now I'm sitting. I feel like I'm sitting with the root of the deepest pain. Um, and I'm going to be working on that this round. But yeah, If you're out there, you know, you can't – I can't say you can't. I couldn't stop, you know. And I feel like all my previous recoveries, when I would say I was recovered, they weren't anywhere near what I'm experiencing now. So it's a journey. Nothing to be ashamed of. Not a damn thing to be ashamed of if you're in relapse or if you're trying. You're working the program. You're showing up. You're here. You're trying. You're reaching. Keep doing it because – the road is beautiful, and I have to take one day at a time. I want this. I want that. I want the other thing, and I want it now. It's not, It doesn't work that way. Stay close to God today. Do his will. Be kind to my fellows. Be kind to myself. Learn to be a better person. Clean up this shit, and move along. Life is short. Man, life is short. Live it. Finish the game. Love you all. I pass.
0: Thank you so much, Christina J. Robin P., you're up, followed by Veronica. Please go ahead.
13: Hi, I'm Robin P. I'm a very grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater in Costa Rica. And thanks so much for your service and everyone who makes this meeting possible. Um, I've been abstinent for seven years by God's grace and one day at a time. And um, over those years, I've done a few inventories. And it's always a gift. It's such a gift to me and I think it's I think someone's unmuted if you just check your mute status someone's wrestling with some papers at me. Um, and 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 over, over the years I've done several inventories and I feel like it's such a gift to me and to the people in my life uh, because I just get to clean up my own side of the street and it's such a relief to not carry around the resentments and the fears that are that mental obsession part of the disease and, and now I get to live in step 10, 11, and 12, and so I get to continue that fourth step when other things come up, which they do. And, um, you know, I, I just, it's such an amazing formula uh, because it's that mental obsession that got me into so much trouble in the past. You know, I always, I've heard that picking up the food is the last step of the, the slip or the binge, and for me, that was always the truth. You know, it would be pour me, pour me, pour me a milkshake, you know, and um, it's, it's such a gift to have this solution no matter what happens, you know, and for the first time uh, recently, uh, I went through something with a neighbor regarding our rescue dogs here um, and uh, where I did a 10 step and I still was (laughs) feeling the pain and I did another 10 step. I did three 10 steps on the same issue and finally the third 10th step, I did, and we prayed afterwards, and I felt like I went through another part of my fourth step. It felt like another piece that I grew spiritually, that I, I took a spiritual leap, you know, um, that I needed. I, I had a growth spurt in the right direction. I always feel like I either grow up or I grow out, and I grow up today, so um, I'm really grateful for the. I'm so grateful for all of you. I normally am on the 10 a.m., and... This morning I'm on the seven. So, God bless you all with a very blessed Abstinence Day. Thanks so much. Thank
0: you, Robin P. in Costa Rica. Okay, Veronica, you're up. I didn't get your initial of your last name, so if you could give me all that info, that would be great. Thank you
11: so much for your service. Uh, what a beautiful meeting today. The fourth step for me is about clearing away, and um, what am Veronica? I? Veronica. Oh.
0: Veronica, could we get your info, please? Veronica, your initial, where you are? I think you were in New York. Veronica P. Uh,
11: am I unmuted now? I think I am. You Hello? are? Okay. Uh, Veronica C. from New York, thank you for this beautiful meeting. And, um, you, you know, the fourth step for me is all about clearing away. And um, it is really about soul excavation. This is deep soul work as far as what I am concerned. I really feel that I was suffering so much from all of the compulsive behaviors, from the anxiety, from all of the thoughts and the thinking that was just, uh, which was actually driving me into a place that I didn't even like myself. I, I was trying to run away from which I wasn't very successful at, and I had to continually turn to something to give me temporary relief, and I do mean temporary, and that was the food. And, um, you know, the fourth step brought out a rebirth for me. It brought out a a part of me that had been hidden by all of my suffering, and uh, it really allowed me to awaken to a new way of life, to a new world, which was always there. But I had covered it up with my behaviors, uh, my thoughts, my thinking. The actions that I had taken um, were never effective. And after years of that piling up, well, then I was in a, a, a state where I was just suffering Unbelievably so. And the fourth step gave me the freedom. So I wanted to transmute that. I wanted to transcend the pain and get into a place of peace and unconditional love. And that's what I have today. Today my life is full of peace, unconditional love, and I use my brain when I have to figure out how to work through a problem, but I also use the power of God consciousness to bring that directly into my heart and into whatever problem I have. So today I do the best that I can to live in the light of God, and with that I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Veronica P. in New York. Okay, Nancy followed by Barbara E. Go ahead, Nancy.
14: Shan from Massachusetts. Um, thank you. Great meeting this morning. Um, boy, the first time I did my fourth, I was of course terrified, like everybody else. but the more I dug, it was a puzzle, and I got to be able to put some pieces together and figure out who the heck I was and when I saw the patterns that emerged that i I had done in my life, um I was floored. And it was, it was quite a thing to sit there and, and uh, see that. And I had struggled with my abstinence, um, and I just wasn't. There was one thing I know there was a missing piece, and I just wasn't getting it no matter what I did. And boy, I'll tell you, God has a sense of humor because my husband's in a very strong program as well. And one morning he said, "I had a dream last night." And I said, yeah, and he said, he went on to tell me what this dream was, that I was standing there and I was crying and I was telling him something that I had held on to for years. And I looked at him and I started crying and I said, it's right, it's correct. It was something that was in my life that I had held on to, shame-based for probably 55 years. Terrified anybody would find out, but I didn't even realize that. And he had the dream about it and he was so clear. And it was really something that could have rocked our marriage big time, but it didn't. Um, we've been able to talk through it, walk through it. And, um, boy, I love the program. <laughs> I'm very grateful because now I can move forward.
2: With that, I pass.
0: Thank you so much, Nancy F. from Massachusetts. Okay, Barbara E., you're up. Please go ahead.
12: Good morning, wonderful people. This is Barbara E., a compulsive eater from New Jersey. I like to say I'm a compulsive eater to remind myself who I was and what I am and what I will always be because I will be a compulsive eater until the day I die. But I don't have to die because of this disease. I have a choice. I can follow the steps. In the order they were given, I could use every one of the nine tools in my arsenal and I can make outreach calls and help others because I believe for me, helping others is the best way for me to stay abstinent. So I always say, and I mean it when I say it, if you call me and I'm unavailable, it means one of three things. I'm either getting the mail, I'm either on the toilet, or I'm either on the phone. But either way, I promise you I'll call you back because I learned so much from listening to others, reminding me again of what I was and what I could be and what I don't want to be again. I came into Overeaters Anonymous over two decades ago weighing 237 pounds and being vertically challenged short very short so I sort of looked like a red pumpkin as I came and cried my way into the room and when I heard that someone say welcome home we'll love you till you're well till you love yourself i knew that i had found a home in overeaters anonymous because when I came in, I had no self-esteem. I had to slowly work my way up the low self-esteem. And how did I do that? My sponsor said, Barbara, you must make one phone call, not to me, I don't count, a day. And guess what she said on day two? Now, Barbara, make two. And then after that, she said, now, Barbara, make three. And soon I found i built around me, a fellowship that I could go to. And when I made a mistake and I make, make make mistakes every single day, I can call someone up and say what I did and say what I planned to do. And then I call a random member and ask how they're doing. This is very important to me because I don't want to die of this disease. I gained and lost so much weight. I have wiggly. I look like a little bit like an English muffin. Hi. Uh, uh, that's my timer. So I'll leave you with that thought. I'm an English muffin, but it's okay because I can see and hear and read and come to this beautiful meeting and share with you. Thank you, beautiful people. I pass.
0: Thank you, Barbara E. from New Jersey. All right, Barbara G., please go ahead, you're
7: up. Thank you, Amy. Hi, everyone, my name is Barbara G. from Paris, currently in New York. And uh, thank you, everyone, for the shares. I was, uh, I had so many reflections as I was listening to you, but what I want to point out this morning, basically, is the importance that has had for me, the fact that when I, did my first first fourth step, I didn't want to understand. And that was a result of how desperate I was because I was willing to do anything I was asked to do because I had really no other option. And that stopped, just dispensed me from wanting to understand. (laughs) And for me, it was what made the process work. Because, as someone else said very clearly at the beginning, my disease gets in the way when I'm confused and I'm uncomfortable. And I was very confused and uncomfortable when I arrived to Vision for You rooms five years ago. And uh, yes, I didn't like what I felt. But because I didn't, I, uh, I, didn't like. What I had had until then, I was willing to go through that discomfort without wanting to understand. And that allowed me to go through my first step four very diligently and with this gift of uh, suspension from wanting to understand. And I remember that my sponsor told me, you know, we have to finish step four in, I don't remember, it was two weeks or three weeks. I think it was two weeks. And, uh, and so we kind of, I kind of organized myself, okay, every day I want to devote such amount of time to it. And that's how I did it. And I remembered that the rest of the 24 hours left, I stopped dueling and thinking about what I had written on the paper. And it was my way to cope with... The fears, the confusion, everything that I was afraid of that was going on to that uh, um, sheets of paper, black on white. So that is a good reminder for me of what worked then and what works now, because that's exactly what with step 10 or any time a resentment comes up, I need to do. I don't need to understand. I just need to put pen to paper, do the work and... uh, let myself be shaped and uh, formed by this power that is very bigger than I am and that I really do not understand and for this I'm very grateful. Thank you for everyone to be here and on will pass.
0: Thank you so much, Barbara from uh, Paris in New York. <laughs> okay, Rachel P, you're up and then we'll have time for just a couple more shares. Again, we are on page 64, the first paragraph. Please go ahead, Rachel.
15: Hey, good morning. This is Rachel P., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Pennsylvania. Um, I love this metaphor of a business taking inventory as it relates to my resentment, my fears, my sex inventory. Um, It really helps me kind of try to kind of back off from being so immersed in my life and my problems. Um, and it helps me kind of see, see things a little bit more objectively to think about it from this perspective, um, the fact-finding and fact-facing process. Um, you know, for me, I was just so caught up in my story before I, I worked these steps for the first time and, and really, really humbly, you know, worked a fourth step Almost five years ago um I was so like just buried in my shame and and my 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 script right that that i'm I'm broken I'm flawed there's something wrong with me um you know I, I'll never be loved just so much shame and self-hatred and so so to have this structure for for working a fourth step as outlined in this book and to to really come at it from this perspective of a fact-finding and fact-facing process helps me to kind of helicopter out from from all of that 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 quicksand, right? That bit of morass self-pity, that quicksand that stretched all around me. I was able to kind of come come out from that a little bit and really see more clearly what was going on. And you know, part of the one of the one of the most important four-step for me is you know, somebody mentioned like seeing those patterns, right? As as I wrote out my resentments, my harms, my fears, like I just saw like time after time, like, oh, I did this, I did this, I did this, and this is this is my thought process um over and over and over again. And I really, I just enjoy working with sponsees and 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 in taking their fifth steps and helping them understand and see with more clarity those patterns, right? Because once I know what those are, I can turn them over to God. Right. And, and again, I love this metaphor, like a business, right. I was, I was playing CEO. Right. And I was lying to all the shareholders in my life. Right. I told everyone else, like, I'm okay. I'm fine. Right. I've got this. But, but in reality, I was in the red. I was, I was miserable. So, you know, as in the work of steps two and three, and then in the rest of the steps, right, I need to fire myself as CEO right? and put God in charge of my life here because, Clearly, it hasn't been working. It's it's a failing business. So I'm just super super grateful for this process and to be able to to be helpful to others in working this process. And I'll pass it back.
0: Thank you so much, Rachel P from Pennsylvania. All right, so we have time for one share. Who would like to share? Matthew G. Matthew, please go ahead.
6: Hi, my name is Matthew G, and
1: I'm a compulsive overeater in Paris. I wanted to get my name out there sooner, but I was so emotional (laughs) getting to hear my amazing sponsor, Pete B, give the lead, uh, get to read today and have him share about uh, Step 4. Just so, so awesome. Um, He's teaching me so much and has, uh, you know, last uh, Thursday on the 23rd of February, I, I I celebrated my, my first year of, of, of nonstop abstinence and it's just a miracle. And um, I'm just so grateful, you know, I just, I'm so grateful for a vision for you. I'm so grateful all of you, but in particular Pete B who's just um, really rocked my word upside down and, 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 um, you know, I'm, I'm in, I'm in the program as well, you know, for, for a couple of years and green and sober for, for but it's really, um, Working, going through the steps, uh, being led through the steps by by Pete, that I was able to to I don't know, really, really, truly, begin to establish a relationship with my higher power, and it's just, it's awesome. It's just awesome. I'm so much happier. I feel like so so free, you know, and um, and being able to be of more help, you know, and in particular, you know, going through with the step four you know, talk about fact-facing and, and discovering the truth, you know, he really um, helped me to, to see the facts. And one in particular was I was, was being dishonest because um, I would like make stuff up in my mind of like what I thought people were, you know, thinking about me or this and that. And he was like, that's dishonest. I was like, what do you mean? So this is not the facts. <laughs> it's not the facts. Um so uh, that's just one little minor example out of so many. But, um, yeah, it's exciting to to, to work on, uh, uh, to be on a vision with you guys, going through a paragraph per day. It's just so cool that it's recorded, and I can, if I can, it's, I can um, listen back to it. And it's
6: just real cool. Um, what else do I want to say about this paragraph? <laughs> yeah. Matthew, we lost you.
0: Matthew
6: G, we lost you. hey I got muted sorry yeah, hi, no, I got happened. muted uh, um
1: okay. yeah i was just I was just saying that you know I'm just grateful that um the, that that now I can you know with thanks to step four and all the steps I can be a better um learn to be a better instrument to serve to serve my higher power and my fellows better be of service. love to all have a great day thanks, bye, bye thank fast.
0: you, Matthew G from Paris. And I'd like to thank everyone who shared. Uh, Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. The share ID for today, Tuesday, February 28th, 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting, 2023, is 2003. That's 20003. Okay, Um, would... Barbara W., please read A Vision for You.
5: Good morning, Barb W., Recovered in Illinois. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got.